Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I'd like to talk about anticipation. Oftentimes barrel races can be lost because a horse or rider has too much anticipation going into their turns. It can cause many problems such as hitting barrels, having way too much rate before the barrel, turning too soon, dropping the shoulder while swinging their hind in, or slicing or taking away their pocket or spot going in. It can often be caused by several reasons. One can be rider's cues. Instead of riding straighter longer and square up into the hole, the rider tends to look down the horse's neck at the barrel, lifts their inside rein as they sit for rate, telling the horse to not only rate but turn before they even reach the barrel. Instead, the horse needs to actually go square up into the hole until the rider's leg is at the barrel. Rate and turn are two separate cues and can happen at two separate times. Another reason could be pain. If a horse hurts on their right hind, for instance, they can want to drop in hard on their left front if they're turning a left barrel. So that's something to consider as well. Of course, pain can come from anywhere that would cause a horse to anticipate and worry about the turn causing them pain. The other reason could be not tuning your horses up properly during the week to avoid having anticipation when competition time comes. So there are a few things that I can suggest to help the rider cue issue and the horse anticipation issue. I have two drills that I would teach for that. Of course, you should always rule out pain before you do any tune-up because you cannot train pain and it's not fair to pick on a horse that might be hurting um, and not able to do their job correctly. So once you know that a horse is good and they're not in pain, one of my favorite drills is straighter longer. That's where you truly separate your go, rate, and turn drill. You would ride to your normal arc, going to first barrel. Um, It is important when you're in the alleyway that you line up with third and um, pick your arc as you head down the arena. If it's a short score, you're gonna take a gradual arc right to your spot. If it's a long score, you're gonna wanna go up the middle towards third barrel and then gradually head to your arc spot. And then of course, for straighter longer, it's okay to sit if you have a horse that's a little bit freer where the tracks cross, but you wanna stay square, looking between their ears, your hands are even, your shoulders and hips are even, and both legs are on your horse, keeping them going forward. You wanna ride until your leg gets to the barrel. If you have more of a push horse, you're gonna wanna sit up until your leg does get to the barrel and then you can slow down as you approach that area. I personally would rather teach all horses to separate rate and turn cue. So in my tune-up, if I'm fast walking to the first barrel, I'm gonna sit where the tracks cross, but I'm gonna stay square 
when I sit I'll keep my legs on so they know I don't want to stop just collect my walk and keep my horse walking until my leg clears the barrel then I'm going to put a little weight on my outside hip or stirrup and pinky and inside calf pressure I'm going to shape and release with my hand and inside leg by the front cinch at spot one the entrance then I'm going to ride their hindquarters all the way to spot one and spot two the entrance and the back side so front feet and back feet are going to the, the, the entrance and the back side then once their back feet clear the back side spot two their pivot spot is between spot two and three the back side and the exit and that's when I'm going to go ahead and give them the turn cue um, so when I sit and I'm going from my rate spot where the tracks cross and spot one I'm square and then when I go from spot one to spot two I'll turn my hip and shoulder just very slightly because I want a circle now not a straight line but then once I clear spot two with their hindquarters I look for my next barrel or spot and I turn my shoulder hip my inside shoulder and hip and I use my outside leg and that will get my snap out of my turn and I can guide them with my inside hand. So just a quick bump of inside shoulder, hip, inside hand, and outside leg. Ideally, if I can just do it with my body, that's what I'm trying to do. 80% from my body, 18% from my calves or feet, and 2% from my hand. So my horses are trained to go off my body, rate off my body, and snap or turn off my body. And then I'm going to go ahead and immediately get back up, get back to two hands after I pull up on the horn. I do like to go to the horn once I get to spot one because I want my horses to uh, be comfortable with that at all speeds, walk, trot, lope, and run, because most of the time we're going to ride two hands between and one hand around or if you ride one hand throughout, you can practice that way as well. On your young horses or rubbernecking type horses that overbend, you may want to stay two hands more and help them with their balance. But ideally to ride one hand in the turns would be um, best because then you can truly focus on riding with your eyes a quarter turn ahead and with your body. So I'll repeat this at second and third barrel as well for my in and outs. So the idea is to rate before the barrel, but stay square, but don't let them shape or turn until you get your leg to the barrel at spot one. And then after you ride up in the hole and you've got their hip. Now second barrel is a little bit trickier. It's a full turn versus first is only three quarter turn. You would ride all the way to spot three before you give them the snap cue with your inside hip. So the exit is important on that one to stay four wheel drive and have two strides array and two strides around each barrel is the same, but each barrel has a different aspect to it. First barrel has the arc and a three quarter turn. You can really slingshot that barrel with a lot of power. That's why that's the money barrel. Second barrel is a full turn. That can be a challenge for a lot of horses because you move over, change leads, and it's a full turn. But third barrel is everybody's favorite because it's a straight line to a half a turn and they get to run home. So with that barrel though, same thing. You wanna keep that line straight by riding square, two hands, two legs even. Um, you may need more outside leg if they're drifting out or maybe some inside leg as you're approaching to keep them honest. And But your hands are still gonna be squared up and even. You're gonna be looking between their ears, hips and shoulders square. You might sit before third some horses need more rate on that barrel more so than second more like a first barrel 
and then you would still do the same thing don't go to the horn till spot one and don't um, shape them until you get your leg to the barrel and then of course riding front feet and back feet to spot two and then once you clear spot two the back side with their hip you can ask them to do the snap on at their pivot spot which is just between spot two and spot three and then they can snap out and drive for home you'll pull up on your horn get back to two hands and you're done so if I'm doing the straighter longer drill, I can do it at a walk stop when my leg gets to the barrel, trot stop when my leg gets to the barrel, lope stop when my leg gets to the barrel, and then walk around each barrel with good form. If I like it, I go to the next barrel. If I don't, I'll circle that barrel till I'm happy with how they felt. Um, now, that's if I wanna really work on a loose rein woe and making sure that they're going all the way up to spot one before they try to think about turning. But I also like to do it with transitions. I mix things up. I'm not really 100% one way or the other way. You know, some people think, oh, I don't ever stop. Or some people say, I always stop. I like to mix it up. And I kind of tailor it to the individual horse. If my horse seems hotter, uh, if my horse seems like they have too much anticipation, I'll just change it up a little bit. But transitions is really nice as well. A fast walk into a collected walk. Uh, you know, a extended walk, collected walk. A post trot, sit jog where the tracks cross and sit jog around. But the key is to not give any mixed signals with your rider cues like looking in or lifting up, but keeping your hands even and riding your horse up square. If you feel your horse anticipate and not try to turn the barrel before your leg clears the barrel don't cheat and pull on the outside rein and do not um, try to fix it that way keep your hands even and drive them with your feet those are the horses that I'll take their hip to the barrel and stop them and let them see the barrel in their rear view mirror let them rest there and really understand hey this is a problem you're not supposed to try to turn until I say you can turn so with those horses I do more of the stopping um, and let them kind of understand we go all the way up to this point then you're going to settle and then we're going to walk around this barrel but transitions i will post trot sit jog or high lope slow lope but i still make sure they're they're collecting before the barrel but not trying to turn until after my leg clears the barrel and i'm making sure that that shoulder's picked up at spot one that i can ride that hip all the way to spot two and then once they get to their pivot spot then they can snap out you have to ride the entire horse so don't just sit up and not use your legs you're better you know if you're you're better off to not lean forward with no leg you're better to sit up and drive with your legs more so um, that is key there's a difference between leaning forward and sitting up there's also a difference between sitting down on your pockets and getting rate as well so every horse is going to be different with how much of a rate cue you give or how much you stay in a neutral position or how much you might push a little bit more forward we don't really need to sit forward except for maybe out of a turn or running home that type of thing but when you're approaching a barrel you'd either sit up or sit and then use your legs with either to get you to your spots and definitely do not mix up your rider cues. The worst thing you can do is look down their neck and lift that inside hand. Your hands need to stay even. That's the straighter longer drill. Now, the next one, I would not, straighter longer drill, by the way, you definitely use in competition because 
the quickest uh, run is going to be a smooth run with a straight line from point A to point B. Now in and out, I will use for a horse who really anticipates, not for the rider, but for the horse that really anticipates, the horse that really drops that shoulder, takes her nose away from me, that kind of thing. Now mind you, be certain that you have a solid foundation away from the barrels. Make sure that horse at a walk, trot, and lope can face flex left, right, and down in straight lines and circles. If you don't have a horse broken the face, that's another reason why you're gonna be inconsistent on the barrel pattern and have a horse that's heavy or pulls on you or pushes on you or drops on their front end because they aren't broken the face, which means they're not gonna be collected in light in their body either. So be certain that you have that done first. Then, if you do have a fancy broke horse and all your buttons, the in and out drill will be very helpful for a horse who starts to anticipate the barrel and take their focus off of you and focus on the barrel. So what you will do is you will walk like you're going to your normal pocket, like a three foot pocket. So, you know, if you're going from the alleyway to your arc, that's fine, but then focus in your arc can be five foot on a, a little caddy horse. It can be seven foot on an average horse. It can be nine foot on a big bubba with a big stride but go to your arc and then aim for your three foot pocket but right where the tracks cross at your arc spot at, at first barrel you're going to sit step in your outside stirrup and then as you're going to spot one you're going to pick them up with your inside hand and leg get their nose in shoulder up and out ribs soft hip in pivot foot under and make them move out laterally to a five or six foot pocket going in and then shape and release and get that on the back side as well and then finish with a three foot pocket square and straight and then repeat that going to second go cue sit early where the tracks cross step in your outside stirrup inside hand and leg pick them up nose in shoulder up and out rib soft hip in and under four wheel drive to spot one and two with a five or six foot pocket and then spot three they can finish tight and square with a three foot pocket repeat it going to third as well straighter longer sit for rate where the tracks cross step in your outside stirrup pick them up with your inside hand and leg nose in shoulder out hip in riding uh, a five or six foot pocket, spot one and spot two, entrance and backside, finish tight three foot pocket. Do it at a walk first, then do a post trot sit jog in and out. You can even do a slow lope. Uh, if you're going to the barrel, you can lope to your normal position, move them out, going in and on the backside, finish tight. I would break to a trot and swap leads going to second, and then same thing, go in a straight line, but pick them up, move them out. Well, the nose is in, the shoulders up on the entrance and the backside, finish tight, and then a straight line to your normal pocket going to third. Sit early, pick them up, ride that hip, shoulders up, noses in, ride that hip to spot one and two and snap out. It's a great tune-up drill so that they start thinking, uh-oh, here comes a barrel, I'm going to pick myself up and move out. I'm gonna elevate my front end, use my hind end, and move away from the barrel, not into the barrel. And now, this can be overdone. You wouldn't wanna use maybe a 10 or 20 foot pocket every time. You could have a horse in a run wanna step out on you every time and do a question mark going to a barrel instead of a straight line. So you have to know your horse. You have to know if this can be overdone. Um, I like to do things in sets of three. If they do it perfect on the second one, I'm gonna quit it and pet them and rest them and tell them good job. But I don't go over three because they get tired, they get bored, they quit trying, and I'd rather 
uh, slow it back down. If the third one's not just right, then keep at the same speed. So if I just can't master it at a lope, I'll break it back to a trot. If I just can't master it at a trot, I'll break it back to a walk. So don't go faster than you can do it correct. Keep your sets in a set of three max. One or two you can quit on if it's perfect because we want to reward a good effort and then continue until they put in a try. Um, so ultimately, um, those are my two favorite drills to fix on the pattern for anticipation with a rider or a horse. Straighter, longer, more for the, the rider and the horse, and in and outs more for the horse. Now, away from the barrel, there are things you can do to correct a rider and a horse that have anticipation issues. And this would be good for both the rider and the horse. That would be my TLC D pattern. The D pattern is like a big D and a little D, and it's different than doing a big circle or small circle because you are in a straight line as you rate and go into the turn, but then you ride their hip all the way to the barrel before you circle the barrel, and you're gonna stay about five feet from the barrel at a walk, trot, and a lope, and then as you leave the exit of the barrel, you go to spot one, spot two, spot three, just like a real run. But on the front side, you're going to use your inside hip for that snap and leaving straight. You can use your inside hand and outside leg to back up your body cue if you need to. And then you'll go back into the big D at a little bit more extended gate. And then you'll collect that gate as you come into the corner for the D and and then you'll rate again. Rate straight is key. Don't turn until their hip gets to the barrel. And of course, you want to pick up that nose and shoulder and shape them, spot one, two, and three. So once again, after you master it at a walk, trot, lope to the right, you would stop as you leave and then roll back and do it the other way to the left. So it works on loose rein woe and rollbacks as well, which is what you need with a horse with anticipation that gets heavy on the front end. We want them to always be using their hind end, elevating that front end. So it's one of my favorite drills for anticipation. The other one would be all lefts, all rights. You just set up the regular barrel pattern. You can set it up smaller if you want speed control, bigger if you want to free them up a little bit. And then you would work it at a walk, trot, lope. And I'd stay at least five feet off the barrels for this exercise. And you go about one and a half times around each barrel. And then the final one I enjoy is uh, circles and true turns. So I would do it with two poles or set up maybe two barrels or you could do it on the actual barrel pattern. And you'll basically do two five foot circles around the barrel, perfect circles, riding your quarter turns. And then on the final one, you will use your hip to do the snap out and leave tight and straight and go on to the next barrel or pole. So. Those are three of my favorite dry work and drills to do away from the barrel pattern to fix anticipation with the rider and the horse. It builds teamwork. It really makes the riders think about what their cues mean to their horses, and it really gets the horse in tune to the rider versus the object like a barrel or a pole. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I would I would um, let you know that in my Facebook coaching group. Uh, all of these training videos are in there as well as my members only website. Um, I also offer slow play coaching eye videos of your runs and I can tell you whether it was a rider or a horse problem and identify it through looking at your videos in slow motion zoomed in. And um, 
If you haven't already joined my group, you should really consider it. It's only $10 a month for the first 100 members, then it goes to $100 for all new members. I mean, sorry, $20 a month for all new members. Um, it's $100 a year or $150 is what it will go up to for people after that after the 100 members. So I also offer in Keystone Heights private lessons and group lessons, and I do clinics all over Florida. So I hope that if I haven't met you and you're enjoying my podcast, you'll reach out to me about coming to a clinic or a lesson or joining my coaching group in Facebook. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, ride with heart.